What's good, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. How do I sound? Do I sound okay? You sound good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. We just waiting on freaking Paula. Joe and Paula are sharing the same phone, so. Ooh. I know. <laughs> so how's um how Snickers doing? Pretty good? She's good, although she wants to come outside right now. Okay. But hey. can't let her because I'm grilling in the you know, I don't want her crawling under the grill when it's on. Okay. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to edit that out. I don't oh. need cooked cat. Just cooked beef. I never tried cat before. I'm sure it's delicious. We should probably restart the podcast now after we're talking about eating cats. What's going on? You sound like you. the audio sounds terrible on both of y'all's end. On whose end? Okay, never mind. You sound good. Joe, you sounded super far away. You need to get closer to Paul. Make sure you're cheek to cheek. Can you hear me while you're talking about eating cats? There you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Are we going to start because the whole cat thing or? <laughs> On that note, welcome, welcome everybody to the second episode of the Orbs for Days Clan podcast. I'm your host, Wayne01193. We got Superfly Manai, Grim Bones, we got Navy Man. Say what's up, everybody. Yeah, hello. What's up? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know <I> do. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> we just got done doing the freaking what's that rate called? The prestige rate of the underbelly and it's a theater of worlds. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it was the uh, this week where they had us do. Oh, and you're so dumb. <laughs> and that concludes the episode of the episode. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm just gonna let you guys do the talking. So, Paul and Joe, why don't you actually know what? Hold on, Adam, why don't you go first and you can just tell them about your experience with this raid that we just did? Um, I mean, it was this obviously the same mechanics, just harder. It was uh, a bit frustrating kind of getting everyone on the same page, but I mean, we we were close, like five or six times where we just ran out of tokens where we were just like, he was so weak, but you know, tokens did us in. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, so long as we don't die, it's actually not that difficult, but the dying part's bad. Interesting. Hey, Joe, who was the weakest link of the team? Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say Adam or did you say weakest link? Oh, weakest link. Oh, okay. Anyway. So perfect. <laughs> they're, they're one of the same. No, it was, uh, I don't think Oh, start over. Hold on. Hold on. Start over. Do it again. The audio is kind of crappy. Go ahead. Start over. <laughs> I said one thing. There was like a general weak link on the team. Uh, it was definitely just uh, small mistakes. And uh, just like Adam was saying, dying did not help at all. Touche. Paul, did you enjoy yourself today with me? Come on. I like but, the awkward pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, so, like, if you want my take on it, I guess, um, honestly, it didn't feel any different than all the other times we've ever done it. I do think the buffs helped out here and there, at least this week. I know that week to week, I think they do change along with what weapons we are allowed to take in with us. Um, but, honestly, it was the same things that we messed up in the past were the things we messed up today. It wasn't really – being forced to use a loadout or this and that it was just making sure we were doing what we were supposed to do and communicating. That's really it. As long as the communication was there and, you know, we were paying attention, like at the end, it felt pretty smooth. So uh, nothing, nothing really new, I guess, in that sense. Yeah, true. Uh, I agree basically with everything I said. I mean, we made dumb mistakes, silly mistakes, you know, when we start out, but it wasn't really that different. It took a minute to adjust because I mean, just the loadouts, but even with that, you know, having our loadouts being adjusted um it was just a matter of just like the the what do they they call it delta scaling where they just make everything harder so there was no mechanical changes whatsoever for those of you that has never played either worlds or the underbelly whatever you want to call it uh rate layer but uh yeah there's no different mechanics added to it it was just harder and we had to just I guess I guess there was a mechanic, but the only mechanic that we had that was implemented was that we had to use set loadout. So we had to use like a kinetic 
submachine gun and uh, an auto rifle that's in the energy slot and we had to use a rocket launcher and um it wasn't too too bad you know well something uh i wanted to add if you don't mind um just uh for all of you attempting to do that uh there's this thing there are these buffs called uh frenzy and then was it triumphant rush yeah so one of the things that was hard for me was uh getting used to punching and then getting the buff uh triumphant rush uh to be able to shoot more so one one buff frenzy was basically whenever you punch somebody it was like way stronger so you just hercules punch somebody in the jaw and then after you kill somebody with that then you got the bump try for rush and then all your weapons were way stronger yeah i like that a lot <laughs> I, I didn't that was like such a passive mechanic that had a huge effect though so it's like you can we can easily implement those mechanics uh, in passing without really knowing that we did it well unless we really paid attention and those mechanics uh like like joe said had huge significant um implements or effects you know so like if you had a specific you know what was it called frenzy if you had frenzy that means you could your melee damage was increased basically twice the amount or 100 percent. and then if you had the other one triumph of something you know your ammo your like your bullets did more damage which was cool i think it also affected supers too didn't it didn't AJ talk about that? I have no idea about that. But it was definitely nice to punch something right before we did damage, so all of our weapons did a lot. Yeah. But that's a, that changes week to week, so that was just this week. So on Tuesday, it's going to be something different. I'm not going to lie. I'm so glad I didn't do last week. I just wasn't feeling it. The grenade launcher one, I just wasn't excited. For not that. even just grenade launcher, but that was you had to use an entire clip of kinetic before you could switch to energy, and then energy before <sighs> – heavy like you could only use one clip and you had to switch and then a clip and then switch like that would have been really annoying oh that sucks i'm glad i didn't participate in that i probably never will but um <laughs> for the most part i did enjoy it it wasn't too bad uh, we we have to finish the freaking spire of stars uh, we were so close last time it's just tj's all-star internet you know decided to take a break <laughs> his fiber cable that he paid stupid amount for still goes out with a windstorm yeah, if I was playing that as bad as he was, I would have I would have said it was the internet too and just shut my Xbox off. <laughs> you did. I felt so bad because we were like, all right, cool. Pass the ball to TJ or TJ pass it or something. And he just stood there. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> and then he just disappeared. Yeah, I was like, yeah, something was wrong. But, you know, other than that, I mean, I'm def definitely down to go back into that raid. I know sometimes I don't say anything or I don't always feel like it. But for the most part, I mean, I'm excited about the new DLC coming up. And it kind of makes me want to just complete a whole bunch of other stuff. But anyway, speaking of new expansion and other things, we, we saw a recent trailer uh, earlier this week. I think around, what, like Thursday? Uh, Bungie released some new exotics, a, a new trailer, if you will, on what exotics that they're going to uh, show or and that we're going to have. Some, not all. Um, I'm excited, so I'm just going to run through the list, and then we can just talk about, you know, what we like about them bit by bit. Um, I'll just run through them, uh, and then we could go through them piece by piece. All right, so we have the uh, rocket launcher called the Two-Tailed Fox that fires two rockets at once. We got the uh, NTS wards. I'm going to butcher these ones. Uh, you basically slide to reflect projectiles like rockets and other things. Another one is a, uh, it's called Trinity Gull. It's a precision. It's a, it's, a, it's a bow. And what makes it exotic is the precision kills create electrical storm arrows. That's really cool. Uh, the Six Coyote. I think it's a chess piece for the hunter. Basically, you get double dodge, so that's gonna be pretty dope. It's bringing back Destiny One moments for sure. And one of the ones I'm looking forward to, this one I'm looking forward to, is called the Malfeasance. Mal Malfeasance. Uh, it's it's a I think it's a sidearm or a hand cannon. I couldn't really tell based off the trailer, like how it was being shot. It looked like a sidearm, but either way, I'm gonna use that sucker. Uh, what makes it exotic is five hits detonate an explosion, and it looks pretty dope. Um, there's another one. It's a sword called the Black Talon, and it just basically it's a projectile sword. So similar to the Arc Sword, uh, Boltcaster, or Destiny One, this is just something else like that. And uh, one I think we're all excited to get our hands on is this one, the One Thousand Voices. It's, it's an exploding. Uh, it's, it's basically a linear linear fusion uh, or beam gun, and it basically exploding beam of fire. So wherever you shoot you know, that's where it's going to explode. I don't know. It's, it's just really cool. And I think we have a couple more. Um, Chromatic Fire. This one I'm looking I'm looking forward to this. It's an, it's an exotic uh, Warlock chess piece. Elemental explosions from precision 
kinetic kills. So I'm excited for that. I wonder if that still goes for exotics too, but we can, we'll hold off on that. We're just going to go through it. And uh, Wish Ender is a, it's a, it's an exotic bow. It's called Wish Ender and you can see through walls and pierce targets. So I can see that being annoying to come against if someone's good. And last but not least, what they showed was Ace of Spades, which I'm really excited for. Classic. Um, reloading. It's, it's a hand cannon and the exotic perk is reloading after a kill grants extra damage bullets. So that's really cool. So we can start all the way from the top, and I'll say the uh, the two tailed fox uh, fire rockets that two fire rockets at once. I think that's really exciting. I mean, it's cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Oh, you can start with Adam. Um, so it depends. It looked like in the trailer that it almost had tracking, um, because when it shot yeah. the two rockets, it they went to different enemies. So oh, I guess it depends on how that mechanic actually works. Of like, do you just shoot it and then it seeks enemies, or you if you have to actually have like two enemies like locked on, locked on, or how that works? But I don't know. I mean, it definitely looks cool, but um. I don't know if rockets really needed like a buff or anything like that. I mean, rockets are pretty much a one hit kill anyways. So that just seems a little over the top, but whatever. I'm down for it. I mean, it still looks fun. All right. What about you, Paul? Um, I would say it's definitely pretty cool. Um, it almost kind of reminds me of the hockey uh, rockets that they have that do track in the game. However, I don't, I don't know if there's going to be tracking on it or not. It kind of just looked like, the guy who fired it maybe knew that they split that way. You might have to be a little bit more strategic with it. Um, but I thought it was cool. I mean, I have no issues with it. I mean, rockets are overpowered as of right now, but when they redo the slots, it could be, you know, the way it should be. So I'm excited just to see it play. Sweet. Joe, go ahead. <clears throat> I say this with a heavy heart. My first love is always going to be Gallenhorn. Um So... <laughs> This rocket, I'm just like, nah, nah, I'm not interested. Not I'm not feeling interested. it. I mean, it, so if it has like really enhanced tracking, I think I'd be into it. But, uh, you know, maybe it's just, I don't know. It depends on the spread, I guess. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, I'm excited for new toys, period. Um, yeah, this definitely, I feel like this has tracking 100%. I don't know how, because I, I feel like, they shoot right after one another, the rocket. So I don't think you, you even have time to try to be strategic to shoot one and then another. I think they both shoot, you know, once you pull the trigger, one goes and then the other one goes. I think they definitely track this. And if it does track for sure, this is definitely going to be the favorite in PvP. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, are we looking at a, a truth with a double barrel here? I don't know. Yo, man, truth. Dude, that was that was like aggressive. I mean, when they said aggressive tracking, people put that to the test, and it was amazing. Like once you like had the tracking beep on, and you could just aim it somewhere else, and it will just be so aggressive. It'll make any kind of turn it needed to make to hit the target. I mean, we'll see. We can do some testing private matches to see if it really is legit, but uh, we'll see. All right. So next one up is the uh, Antius Wards. And those are the ex Titan exotic boots. Basically, you slide to reflect projectiles. Um, I thought this was uh, intuitive. You know, I mean, I don't. It seems like very. This is like a very specific. This exotic requires a very specific action for this to even become a highlight. I feel like this is like another gimmicky exotic, kind of like the uh, the tractor cannon before it was buffed. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't. This is very situational. Like it's like super situational. <clears throat> Like, a lot of them are, but, like, this is, like, very slim on the spectrum of, like, uses. I mean, like, if someone's shooting a rocket at me, I don't intentionally think to slide towards them with these boots on. I mean, it's just not how I think. Um, but you can you never know, hey, you know, someone's using the uh, the twin tail or the two-tailed fox rocket. You got those boots on. We'll see. I don't know. Like, do you have to? I'm, I'm unsure if you have to be facing them in order for it to work, or you could just slide and, it, you know, the rocket could come wherever which way, and it'll just reflect. So, I don't know about that. Adam, what do you think? Um, Yeah, again, it kind of depends on how it's implemented. Also, when they say it reflects projectiles, are they going to say the only projectile is like a rocket? Or, or I guess, or maybe a grenade? Or Probably. is something even like a, like a fusion rifle or linear fusion? So, I guess, depending on how 
narrow or how wide that is defined uh, by projectile oh, I, uh, will depend. I 100% believe it's a rocket and those grenade launchers. Absolutely. Like, just no way. But, I mean, it could, uh, you know, it could become very clutch, you know, especially if you're doing, like, a competitive or, a, you know, trials. And, you know, they think that, like, oh, hey, we got heavy. Like, let's go. And next thing you know, they shoot that and it gets reflected back and gets one or two of their guys. And all of a sudden, the tables are turned. Um, again, it is very situational, but it could definitely make for some really good highlight reels if uh, someone gets good with it. <laughs> yeah, true. What about you, Paul? Uh, Jay, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Paul's like grabbing something in the background. So I think people are going to be saying those boots are made for blocking, and that's just what they'll do. You know what I'm saying? Like this, <laughs> I'm like looking and... forward to this, dude. I'm I'm legitimate. I'm surprised at how legitimately hyped I am about these boots, just because I think it's going to be a game changer. Really? Because how many times have you gone up against someone with a rocket launcher and just like, oh man, here it goes? But now I got a chance to throw it right back at you, and I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really surprised by that answer. What about you, Paul? Is he ready yet? Or is he still on the toilet? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Well, all right. So two things about it. Hey, I think they're. I think they're pretty cool. When I saw the little video, I was like, "Yo," because I mean, you haven't seen anything that cool in the game yet, as far as like exotics. Like everything does about what we've seen in Destiny One, but that kind of has like a different spin on it, and it also kind of goes with the Hunter and the new Arc Strider, where you can kind of like twirl your little baton, your little Arc Staff and deflect projectiles so i'm assuming both will have the same principles as far as uh reflecting or deflecting so well i'll just have to see how it plays out but i would think as well it's probably going to have like increased slide distance this and that so i feel like there might be a few more perks to go along with it yeah i'm not sure on that we'll find out all right so the next one on the list is uh trinity gulls those are the uh it's the it's the bow and arrow uh, basically, precision kills create electrical storm arrows. You saw the trailer; it looks pretty dope. Um, we can pretty much touch on the other ex- ex- other exotic arrow too, which is called the uh, the Wish Ender. Uh, one just you, it can help you see through walls and pierce the targets, and another one just creates you know little mini storms uh, on precision kills. Um, what do you guys feel about bow and arrows? I mean, like honestly, I'm excited for both because it's something new. I just want to know how they feel. Like watching them, just it, they look weak. Like watching someone, it just it's, and 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 a gun in a game in, in a world that's you know uh, full of guns and bullets. You know, just a bow and arrow just doesn't seem like it belongs. But I just want to I just want to play it and like looking at it, looking at looking at someone play it, it just doesn't look exciting. I don't know. It just it just seems well. Weird. It depends. It sounds like there's going to be th- like at least three. There's going to be a light, a medium, and a heavy. So. It depends on which one you're using, but also that arc one or the arc storm one, um, Paul and uh, Wayne and even Joey, it's this reminds me a lot of Black Ops Three, zombies with that getting those bows. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. It, it 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 reminds right. me almost like exactly of that where that arc bow basically creates an electrical storm when you shoot that thing, and I'm like, hmm, I'm pretty sure I've seen this before. But it does look cool. Like uh, it depends because that one seems like it has to be almost like uh, a power weapon, and you know, hopefully, you don't get a lot of ammo because in PvP, if that thing is like as powerful as it looks, I mean, that just seems like it's ridiculous, and everyone's gonna be using that thing because it's gonna be almost like a rocket, but it's a bow, and if it chains, you know, that's just gonna be crazy. Yeah. Um, but as for the other one. I mean, again, it's very kind of specific. I mean, I don't know how much that's really going to, you know, be useful in PvE. I mean, how often you really need to see through a wall to shoot an enemy. Right. Um, But again, like things like competitive and trials where there's no radar and you can basically use that, even if you're not going to use it to shoot someone, you can just kind of use it to see what's around. Wait a minute. And then kind of help direct your team to say, hey, there's like two dudes sitting right behind this wall crouched. (laughs) Like. (laughs) I just thought of it, Joe. I just thought when you said that, it made me think like, do you even have to have an arrow like in stock in order for this perk to work? That makes me wonder. I don't know. It'll freaking suck. All right, go ahead, Paul. Well, moving on to that or staying on that topic, I do agree that that would be a huge kind of like momentum shift in uh, Crucible. But I think going back to not the wish ender, because I think that's cool. I think that's, you know, computers that can see through walls. That's kind of like an obvious one. The other one, you I don't remember the name of it, but the... Uh, Trinity Gull. 
Yeah. So when you shoot that, I mean, that seems like a PVE type bow and arrow. Cause I mean, if you shoot one guy and there's like hordes behind them, like you're clearing out more than just a couple of dudes. Yeah. Um, especially if you masterwork that and then it can chain lightning. I mean, that's a lot of orbs right there. That's orbs for days. So, um, I'd be excited. I see, see what you did there. Play. Yeah, you see that? But that's that's a great name. But uh, I don't know. I'm a I'm a fan of the bow. I don't know how it's really going to fit into Destiny just yet because it's primarily gunplay. Um, but you know, I played Turok back in the day. I played a lot of games that have bows, uh, Monster Hunter, all that kind of stuff. So. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to test it out, see what it's about. But um, I think both exotics are pretty cool. All right, Joe, you next. So I'm a little curious as to what the motivations are here, right? So are the motivations other games like Call of Duty with the bows or with someone at Bungie just watching Hunger Games repetitively over the weekend, you know? I don't really know how they're going to fit this in. I know they've been trying to – Obviously, we're trying to jump into other weapons, right? Because we have a javelin that's overpowered, and it's pretty awesome. So I think I'm going to give the bow a chance. I just don't know how it's going to fit in the uh, in the food chain, you know? Mm. Okay. You mean like how it's going to compete, you mean? Right. So am I going to – I mean, is it going to knock something off the table? Like a rocket's just going to be like, eh, well, I can hit you with this bow and arrow. Like – I mean, obviously, like when it comes to like one hit kills, Rocket, I mean, Rocket's definitely just have an advantage. Like overall, I think just more variety in in the skill gap is just what we need. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think that's just a completely subjective thing. Well, not completely. Uh, it's, it's a little bit of both, subjective and objective. So it depends on your skill level. But if you happen to, I don't know. I say yes, yeah, a little bit of subjective because, like for example, when I use Touch of Malice, uh, objective objectively speaking, that is the worst gun to use in PvP ever. Just ever, even in PVE, under certain circumstances, you know what I mean. But uh, mm-hmm. since because I got so good with it, you know, subjectively speaking, I, it was it was it knocked a lot of guns off the table because it was in the right hands. Not being cocky, but you know, I'm just I knew I was good with it. Um, we'll see. Uh, you got a good point though. I mean, uh, hopefully it wows me, like you said before. Like you know, I just I mean, like I said before, it just looks boring to watch someone use it. Um, then again, they could have been using just the legendary bow. I don't know if they're using the exotic bow. I don't know. I, it's, right. When I watch people play Gambit, it kind of ticks me off because I'm like, bro, why don't you pick up the moats? Like, you, you look like you suck, man. What's going on? I don't know. That's just me. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited overall just for some new toys. Uh, the next one is a pretty obvious one. We don't have to take too much time on this one, but it's the six coyote exotic. Uh, I think it's a chest piece or arm piece for the hunter. It's double dodge. I mean, that's awesome. And annoying, but awesome. Adam, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a game changer. Uh, it just depends. I mean, I think the hunters have some of the coolest exotics so far, so it's kind of frustrating um, seeing that. You know, I mean, I get it. Hunters are supposed to be these agile and all this fun stuff, but you know, even like right now, that helmet that you dodge and get health back, and you know, even in deep one, they've always had some of the best exotics in terms of um, kind of PvP play to help you out. Where I feel that warlocks and titans sometimes lack in that apartment so a little disappointed seeing it because i'm main uh warlock but i do like hunters i'm getting better with my hunters so it definitely looks fun i think it's gonna be annoying as all hell going against you know <laughs> you know just like you know when there was the people who shade stepped left and right all over the place like it was definitely annoying and i see that being very very useful in crucible but but i don't know it just depends because if it isn't exotic because i think it was then that just means then they can't, you know, people have to decide what they want because obviously you only have one on. So that could uh, kind of change what people use. Yeah. But I, it better be an exotic. So if that's only a legendary, I am going to lose it. Oh, and also, I mean, just in case you guys were wondering too, like you happen to bring up an exotic specifically catered to the hunter and how like how usually most hunter exotics have like a, an advantage in PvP, I guess, from the for the most part. Uh, uh, this, this, I know we talked about this before and I thought about it. Um, they are not uh, creating legendaries uh, spe- for specific for each class. You remember how, like, in Destiny 1, you know, the hunter... Yeah, like the Susano and the... Yeah, uh... exactly. So they're not doing that. Okay. Just want to yeah. put that out there. All right, well, what do you think? Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. You start first. Uh, so I'm just going to keep it short. 
uh, the hunters can have their double dodge. I'm still going to turn them into electrified dust with my slam. So have fun with that. <laughs> Side master race. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Well, I guess all the crazies are out tonight, but um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when I looked at it, the first thing I thought was that it looked really cool. I mean, you can cover a lot of ground with two. I mean, um, what is it called? That's the specific dodge that gets you your melee back. Oh, Um, yeah. But I'm wondering, is it true, like a truly double dodge where you shade step once and you like just roll twice like and you have to kind of aim like direct your way or is it like you just happen to have um you know like two shade steps like two i don't, I don't know what it's called and you, you can know, choose to use them back to back or not yeah because that be i like mean that. i think it's gonna be like that i don't think they're gonna make you like make you use your second jump or like have to aim like because it's gonna make you do it by default I, I highly doubt that's it but is it always gonna i mean it just depends if it always comes back as one shade step, like the, I think it, you can get it down to like eight seconds. I think if you have three mods for it. Um, so that means eight seconds I wait and then I can shade step twice. Or is it like I shade step and then I have another like shade step waiting to be used, but then I have to use both of them and then wait eight seconds, but then I only get one back type of thing. I don't know if you guys understand kind of where I'm going with that. Like, I just see it with grenades all the time, and it just kind of, like, it can be really cool or it could be kind of shitty. And, I mean, Adam's right. Like, it is a good exotic, and hunters kind of get that, some of the nicer ones recently. But I feel like something like that is to kind of pull us away from using, um, you know, Stompies, which they just buffed, and now they're awesome again. Or, um, you know, Shinobu's Vow, people want double skips. Uh, what's the other one that everybody uses? That yeah, the worm that husk. husk. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the worm husk. It's just everybody's using it competitive, so it's kind of like if you don't use it, you're at such a disadvantage, really. <laughs> and to be fair, warlocks. I don't think hunters do or titans do. Warlocks have um, health regenerating arms, so you guys don't really miss out on anything. You have gauntlets that give you two grenades. Um. Well, but those regenerating arms are very new. Like, they were terrible before the recent patch. And even so, you have to get right up in their face right now. And with the way the Graviton and the Vigilance Wing, how often are you punching people, you know, in in close range and competitive? I mean, that's true. I'll give you that. I'm just, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the Worm Husk. Like, when I first saw it, like, when the DLC dropped and I grabbed it because it was offered, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is awesome. But then all of a sudden... A week, two weeks go by, and every hunter in the game is wearing it. So it's kind of like, not that I'm truly against it, but you can see that I think it needs to be maybe like nerfed a little bit to kind of balance the hunter class back out. That's just how I feel about it. And this double dodge could be something to help pull some people away from it. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think it needs to be nerfed. Um, I just think, well, I don't know. I I guess I don't know how bad it is, but I think, like, people are always going to find the easiest way to get a win or the easiest, you know, thing to exploit. You know what I mean? I think that's just the point. I mean, I, I get Bungie wants to, uh, you know, want people to use all their guns and they want people to have their favorites because they have their own favorites. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think they should nerf it. But if they do nerf it, I, I don't know how quickly you heal when you do Shade Step. I just can't recall, like, how bad it really is or how good it really is. It's immediate. It's immediate. You get a you get a small bump to your health immediately. And then it regenerates. And then it kicks your regeneration. So if your recovery is high, you heal really fast. Oh, I mean, my recovery is never that high, but uh, it definitely it helps. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I Because I don't want to sit here and say nerf it, because when they did that to Blade Dancer, I truly felt like they ruined that, you know, that super. Because you literally couldn't, you got like a little bit of health back. And like in a super, you're supposed to feel powerful. So yeah, I know it's. Two totally different things, but an exotic. You mean like how You're powerful so- the Stormcaller is? Yeah. I mean, well, I've seen it done really well, and I've seen Stormcaller. It's like all the supers. I just feel like some of them are stronger than others. But um, I'm just saying, D1 to D2, the supers are different. However, an exotic, a super, they should feel powerful. I just There just needs to be balance. That's really my point. I got you. All right, so the next one, we got the uh, either hand cannon or 
sidearm. It looked like it was shooting like a sidearm. I kind of, whether it's a sidearm or not, I'm excited to use it. Um, I like the fact that it has explosive effects. It's called the Malfeasance. Five hits detonating an explosion. And I'm excited about that for real. Like anything that has like an explosive effect or a staggering effect or any kind of visual, um, I, I'm just in love with. Like I really like the... Um, for example, the Polaris Lance, even though it's not the most powerful, but I like the fact that if you get like four crit shots, you get a fifth explosion shot. And that's just like visually gratifying. I don't know. I really enjoy that. And it kind of reminds me of the Thorn or this gun kind of reminds me. It's, it's like the Thorn, but it's like taken instead, like taken energy instead of like hive energy, if that makes any sense. But it looks really dope. I'm really excited. Um, it's, it's nice to know that I, I like the fact that in order for certain things to have this have an effect, for example, I like the fact that I can just hit an enemy five times and they'll explode. I don't have to necessarily kill them or get a precision hit. Um, I know it's kind of easier, but like I said, this is good for tanks. You know what I mean? And I like that. So if I'm using this gun a lot, you know, thumbs up. I'm, I'm in love. I, I want to try it out. Anything hybrid. I'm, I've always like liked the hybrid-related weapons anyway. Touching my list, necro, uh, necromancer. What is this? What's that called? Necromancer? Necrochasm. Necrochasm. Sorry. Bad Juju, Thorn, always like the, the hive weapons because they had like a weird effect to them. You know, they're visually, uh, you know, gratifying to look at. You know, Thorn was like my favorite. Well, one of my favorites. I love using Thorn in PvE because he turned everything green. I loved it. Everyone turned into the Hulk, you know, in the raid. I freaking loved it. It was freaking dope. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What's, what's your take on this Malfeasance, Adam? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. I don't know. I actually had more of the vibe of it being a hand cannon by Sidearm. Um, but I'd have to watch it again to really get a better look at it. Cause once you mentioned that I was maybe a little confused, but I think it looks cool. Again, like you said, I'm, I like the fact that they have more of those weapons. I really do miss those. Uh, I don't know what you call them, but like that, like type of weapon, what like all the different hybrid related weapons. And then the like bad juju, like the darkness weapons or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah, weapons, yeah of like the weapons of sorrow so this looks like you said like it's almost like one of those so i do think that's really cool i miss those weapons i think they were uh really unique um so hopefully they're good or it's good uh it almost seemed a little underwhelming to me though like that perk right but again it just depends on how i guess effective that explosion really is right i mean it, you know it looked like it was big but was that big because they were shooting like small little red bar enemies and let's be um, let's be real man come on they they definitely like adjust adjusted the scaling of like of health for these enemies for the trailer they always do i would i mean it's kind of like full yeah, so i mean again it, it does look cool just depends on you know is that going to be one of those weapons that it, it's not actually as effective as they made it look because oh by the way it only really does real damage if you're shooting thrall and you know <laughs> <laughs> true so, but again, you know, it's one of those that could be really good in PvE. Um, I mean, obviously, we've seen cosmology, where cosmology doesn't do much to large yellow bars or bigger enemies, but it, you know, destroys thrall. Well, it also destroys guardians. So maybe it's going to be like that, where um, the explosion is going to be really effective in PvP and against small red bar enemies. Um, I mean, same thing with sunshot. So we'll we'll see. They definitely seem to be coming out with a lot more weapons with some sort of explosion. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. Yeah. All right. What about you, Joe? So, it sounds like Polaris, Lance, and Thorne had an illegitimate love child. I'm uh, I'm definitely intrigued into what's going to happen with that. Uh, I know I'm a big fan of Polaris, Lance. I'm all about that explosion, uh, especially that gratifying feeling after you get five crit hits. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Sweet. All right, Paul. Uh, so I'm going to go off the bat right away and say I think it definitely uh, is not for me. Um, and I'm saying that because it looks very much like a uh, high rate of fire, um, what's it called, hand cannon. It looks like a 180. Um, I don't think it would be any higher than that. It just looks like the sun, uh, fall, Sunfall West or whatever that thing is that you like, Adam. West of Sunfall? Yeah. yeah I mean, it looks like that. But at the same time, I also agree that, um, you know, it, it's cool. I like the fact that you can shoot it only five times and you're getting some kind of like 
uh, justification for using it where it's not like you have to get the kill. It is going to be more for tanks. And uh, I don't know. It's cool. It's just I don't think I'm going to use it. I think that when Ace of Spades is out, um, I know this isn't on topic yet, but if they do bring back the last word, like those are going to be the exotic oh, hand cannons bro. that I would rather use. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right, so the next one that I know I'm pretty sure and confidently say we're all excited for is the 1,000 Voices um, Beam Cannon, similar to the Cold Heart or the uh, – what's the other one called? Well, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so I, it just – Prometheus trailer, Lens. I mean, Prometheus Lens, yeah. Yeah, Prometheus Lens. There you go. Yeah, no, it just looks dope, man. Like, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't know. It just looks amazing. I don't <laughs> know. It just looks freaking cool. I mean – <laughs> you can you know not only not only it can not only not only it can explode like on targets but you can actually like leave a trail uh on the ground and that trail that you left behind on the ground that you shot will explode so i think that's pretty dope um i guess my only concern with this gun is the ammo economy like how much ammo is going to be in this is it going to be like 999 or you know 300 or whatever um just depends uh hopefully you know they uh you know, uh, justify the damage with the with the ammo. Hopefully, hopefully it works together. But I, uh, I I don't know. I got nothing bad to say about it. Really, I'm just excited to try new stuff. I'm pretty uh, optimistic about uh, from this point out. Go ahead, Adam. So let me burst your bubble to say that thing looks like I will never use it. Okay, why is that? Yeah, we're all uh, gonna use that you, Adam. <laughs> because I mean, it's like you said, like it's a Prometheus lens that explodes. I think they should have made it at least void. Um, you know, but I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the trace rifle type weapons. Um, they're, they're definitely, you know, kind of unique, but I think they're like practical use is not as much there. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't see myself using it over a lot of the other exotics coming out. All right. Joe, go ahead. Well, I'm gonna steal Joe's turn for a second. I want you to, I want you to go outside real quick. I want you to look up. I'm already know, outside. Let me know if you see a blue moon because I am actually gonna agree with Adam on this one. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not like I saw it and I saw everybody on Twitter and you know YouTube like saying, "Oh my God, that looks amazing." Honestly, I could care less. Like Cold Heart, it's cool, I guess. Prometheus Land's cool, I guess. I do think they need to come out with a void one, not another one that explodes, but. I don't know. It's not, I'll use it if it, you know, assists me in a raid or something like that, or if it's useful in a strike, but I'm not like jumping for joy over it. So I'll just pass it to Joe. Dang, bro. I'm eating my own words here. Holy smokes, Joe. What's up? Nice. All right. So that was weird. So check it out. These two losers over here, right? I'm going to draw a circle around their feet and blow their buttholes to Hades, and we'll see who's, uh, <laughs> see who's, <laughs> I think you're not going to double dodge out of that. I'm going to summon the gates of hell underneath your butthole, dude. <laughs> that rifle, I can't wait. Yeah. Change you guys' mind. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. Shoot, man, I, I ain't my own words. Oh, my God. I'm like, hey, everyone loves this. I'm sure they're going to love it. Take it away, Adam. Uh, this gun is whack, bro. I'm like, <laughs> it's whack. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the next one. All right, so this one, um, I'm just going to speak for myself from here on out before I get embarrassed on my own podcast. Uh, the Chromatic Fire, uh, exotic uh, chest piece for the Warlock. Uh, elemental Explosions from Precision Kinetic Kills. Now, like I said earlier, I'm kind of curious if that also extends to exotics that are kinetic as well. Like, for example, uh, the, the uh, what do you call that gun? Ace of Spades or is there another, what's another exotic uh, kinetic? I mean, Sarov. Honestly, I'm thinking that the Ace of Spades will not be kinetic because it will have Dragonfly. Okay, then what about freaking Jade Rabbit? Okay, uh, what about Huckleberry? You know, those are all kinetic. Why wouldn't it? If it's a kinetic, it's a kinetic. I think it'll definitely give it Dragonfly. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I think it's cool for at least PvP or PvE. I don't know how I'd feel about it in PvE, but I don't Warlock much, so. I don't know, man, bro. The explosion looked like it, it looked like the freaking explosion little balls that you get from using the uh, what's that? What's that gun called? That uh, the, the the void one? I forgot what it's one called. Adam loves. Uh, Graviton. Graviton. Yeah, the one Adam loves that gun. So it's, it looks like <laughs> <laughs> the explosion. It looks Adam's like, being. <laughs> it looks similar to those graviton lance explosions. That's what it looked like. 
But then again, I don't know how much they amped it up for the trailer. Anyway, well, Paul, you said your piece. Uh, did you say? Did you want to say? Did you say what you have to say, Paul? Or you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, Joe, go ahead. Um, so I don't really know how I feel on this one. Uh, I think it'll be cool. I'm okay. interested to see how it, how it plays out. Okay. But I'm, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. It's it's not. It's interesting and it's not interesting if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I'm hearing the concept. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see how that's cool, but we'll see how it plays out. I mean, yeah, this is definitely made for like red bars or or mobs or you know orange bars. You know what I mean? It's, but this is definitely made for like lower tier enemies, and the explosion just changed it all. But go ahead, Adam. What do you think? Uh, again, it depends on how ex- big the explosion is. I don't know. I think it's a very cop out. Like it's, again, there are so many other guns that have dragonfly. I know it's a kinetic, not energy, but I mean, it just doesn't seem really worth an exotic slot to have a kinetic weapon also have dragonfly, mm. um, especially on the warlock. I mean, I would use you know lunafaction boots right now for raids or even strikes is you know a game changer so why would i opt to get an extra explosion from a kinetic kill or i can have on my lunafaction boots and get you know basically not have to reload on a boss so it just seems like you know again like depending on what you're doing but you know with enough most of the kinetic weapons i use in pve are have explosive rounds anyways even though i know it's not quite the same but yeah, it just doesn't seem like something that I would ever use over the exotics I have for PVE. Um, I mean, sun bracers are really good. For, you know, they make that grenade last so much longer. Uh, Luna faction boots. Uh, you know, even that, I forget what that stupid helmet's called. Nezarek Sin, you know, if you're a void walker. So, like, I don't know. It just seems like there's other better exotics. So, I guess, again, depending on how effective it really is, I'll pass. All right. Okay. And last but not least, we got the Ace of Spades. Uh, I'm excited for this gun. This gun was very, um, I think, unappreciated in Destiny 1 by most players. It was like the the rise of the underdog kind of thing. And it was very good. What made this gun very satisfying to use is the fact that, you know, you got a precision kill when someone blew up. And that just was awesome. And how you pulled out the gun, very similar to the last word, just the animation of pulling the gun out. Um, Obviously, it didn't shoot like the last word, but man, this gun felt awesome. Hopefully, they do this gun justice and even make it even better. Uh, so I'm hoping Bungie doesn't disappoint. You know, I'm being cautiously optimistic here because I really have high hopes, you know, for the for these, for, not only for this gun, but for other the exotics. But um, yeah, I mean, straight up, Ace of Spades reloading after a kill grants extra damage bullets. So from what I saw from the trailer, it does still have explosive bullets. Um, or, you know, I think when you get a precision kill, they blow up. I think what I, that's what I saw in the trailer. But reloading after a kill grants extra damage bullets. So that sounds like Rampage or something. Anyway. I think you're referring to Kill Clip. Oh, Kill Clip. Excuse me. Yeah. I never get these right. Yeah, go ahead, Adam. Tell me what you like about Ace. Are you excited about that coming back? No. I mean, well, one, it does depend if it's going to be. I know you're saying that they're not going to have it Hunter exclusive or, you know, weapons. So. It'd be interesting to see, since that was a Hunter exclusive in D1, um, how that's going to work, since they said they're not going to have those. So I guess anyone can use it. But I think the only cool thing about it to me is the fact that, like, you know, the whole, it was Cade's gun, and obviously Cade's, you know, going to die. So it's kind of cool in that sense. But, you know, again, it's it's another hand cannon with explosive rounds and dragonfly. Like, it, it's just one of those that's, it doesn't seem like it's anything special and it has kill clip. Like there's a lot of weapons out there with kill clip. There's a lot with dragonfly. So again, depending on how it feels will depend on whether or not I use it. Cause I do like hand cannons. So it just depends on the way it feels more than anything else. Cause I don't think the actual perks are anything special about it. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say we're going to have Paul go last. Go ahead, Joe. Uh, you know, Ace of Spades is a classic. You know, uh, I think uh, with everything going on with the new Forsaken, you know, the loss of Cade, I think it's – I'm not trying to sound like sentimental, but I think it is going to kind of hold a little bit of weight with people. Um, so I, I think I think they need to make it good because if it's not, then it's going to kind of be a bummer. Does that make sense? No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it kind of makes me think like – 
it's, it's like if they kill, they say Cade's going to die, and then they bring him back as Cade 7. That, that's how, that's, that's what makes me think. That, that, that made me think of that, because like, if, he, if he dies and it just comes back, then they just lose credibility from here on out when anybody dies. So death means nothing. But yeah, so I agree with you. Uh, the fact that this is Cade's gun and that he is going to die, that it should hold some weight and they should, you know, do it justice and it should be good. But yeah, I agree with you. Makes sense. Actually, can I add one quick thing before we get to Paul then with that? <clears throat> Go for it. Also, the fact that it looks like not only does Cade die, but I think Prince Aldrin actually kills Cade with his own Ace of Spades. So that's even more like, you know, he took his gun and killed him with his own gun. So yeah, definitely sentimental. But yeah, if if there's nothing more special to it than explosive rounds and, you know, a kill clip, they all pass. And Joe, you finished or are you still on top? No, that's it. I'll give it to Paul. All righty. So first off, very excited for this gun. And that concludes I, this episode of the <laughs> Clan Podcast. <'Cause> not, <laughs> I'll just keep on going. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Go ahead. But um, no, so I mean, like, you think about it. I think Joe's right. I think they have to make it a good weapon because you can't just, like, kill Kate off and then be like, oh, yeah, here's, an, here's like, a super crappy version of the ace of spades that that was his gun i mean if it sucks like we'll be like well clearly we know why he died because his gun sucks. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean to curse on the podcast but <laughs> moving on um also um it's just kind of like when i saw the clip and i listened to it, i watched it probably like four or five times because i wanted to see each weapon see what they did all that kind of stuff um yeah i'm at the farm and you're not i see that um <laughs> You can hear it. You can hear the headshot. You can hear the round being put back into the magazine. You can see the explosion. Um, and then for them to also have at the bottom, like, reloading gives you, you know, added damage. And I, so obviously, you know, it's kill clip. I'm like, huh, like, that's, that's OP right there. I mean, it's probably a 140 rate of fire, probably 10-round magazine. I mean, it's going to be a good hand cannon. I just don't understand. The only thing I don't understand is, like, if you literally get kills, I mean, I guess if you don't get a headshot and then you reload, you gives you your kill clip. But at the same time, like if you're getting rounds back in the chamber, I feel like you wouldn't really need kill clips. So for me, that's like you're getting hooked up no matter how you use the weapon. Okay. All right. And uh, like I said uh, a few minutes ago that I think it's going to be an energy slot weapon. Well, if they redo the, the weapon slots, I'm not really sure how all that works out, but if that was an energy hand cannon, I think that's going to be dope unless it fires like the ones that we currently have. And then I'll be a little upset because um, I want it to still feel like a kinetic hand cannon. I, I like the way those feel better. Mm. Uh, so that, that would be my only thing. Like if it just didn't feel good shooting it, I'd be a little upset. I'd be a little bit more than just a little upset. <laughs> yeah. Back to division. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So speaking of like familiar guns and exotics that are, returning uh like the ace of spades um we can move on to the next topic here and uh, we always talk about uh weapons that we want to see return but i figure it'd be fair to i guess mention any exotics that we, we that we would like to see return if we want um that are i guess related to this um dlc per se because i can't really say touch of malice as much as I would like to see it, um, I don't think it would make sense to bring that back, at least at this time. But uh, in terms of returning exotics, I'm hoping and I'm thinking that they're going to bring back uh, t uh, the last word because of the Western theme. And it's just it seems like an obvious choice. You know, it's just why not? You know, it just it fits the rest of the theme. And also um, Thorn because of the hive element, especially with the raid and maybe even Hawkmoon, maybe. Um, but those are the hand cannons that I think mainly last word and thorn. I would say last word first, then thorn, then Hawkmoon. Hawkmoon can go kick rocks. I mean, <clears> but honestly, uh, those two, I mean, I'm at this point now where like, I'm kind of like past the disappointment. Now I'm like kind of over it where like the returning exotics are coming back. I'm like, all right, well, okay. Well, if you're going to bring back exotics, let the good ones come back. Right. And they bring back heart light first. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I definitely say yeah, Thorn and last word. I, I'm just down with that. I think that I think they're going to bring those back. All right, Adam, what, what, what's up? So, kind of along with the last word, I do like that one, but I actually want the first curse. Um, mm. I think that was a fun gun, even though I know you know it was definitely more of a ranged weapon because it wasn't 
it was very slow, but I liked First Curse. Uh, but also, actually, I want Lord of Wolves back, especially since we're going back to the Reef, and we got that from Prison of Elders. Oh, yeah. That was a fun shotgun. Really? And right now, there's really only two exotic shotguns. It's the, you know, Legend of Acrius and the Track Cannon, which isn't really a shotgun. Like, it's classified as one, but it doesn't really, you know, it just pushes people around. I like your Uh, choices. But, yeah, I I want uh, Lord of Wolves. Um, I think that'd be a really cool one. I think that was definitely interesting on how it was almost like a pulse shotgun. And that was a, that was a lot of fun. Um, I think those are the only two that I'd really want back. I mean, bad juju, but again, that's just one of those, another one of those sorrow weapons that I just, I like the dark kind of aspect of it, you know, the, and like Toland and some of those other characters that kind of touched on the, the void and the, the darkness and kind of tried to harness it into weapons that were you know the vanguard didn't seem to like uh which is probably the reason i like them because zavala can go suck it (laughs) greetings all right good joe uh so i definitely think a fan favorite here that should come back is zala supercell because it had a beautiful frame it was stable chain lightning looked like an ak-47 on on steroids or something. Um, and then obviously Gallahorn. Like, I don't even know why it's not even back yet. Like, it just needs to come back. I think they said it's not, though. I you think know, they actually came out and said they're I not. I don't care. I don't care what they said. <laughs> I, I'm saying they need to bring it back. You know why I think they're not bringing it back? Well, I could be what? completely wrong. I don't think they're bringing it back. The exact, they had that rocket launchers because they said they weren't going to bring it back in Destiny 1 and they brought it back. And the the last DLC of D1, and I think maybe they're already pushing the envelope on that. Um, I'm not sure if they. I thought it was like, oh, what was that? Okay, it was Galhorn? You just died. You uh, died just now. Okay, so <laughs> that was Joe's toy. All right, okay, <laughs> the Galhorn toy. Um, it's I, a replica. I'm a grown man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, if they bring it back, I won't be. I won't be sweaty about. It. I won't be mad. I won't be salty. I'm. I don't know why I said I'm sweaty, but uh, mom's spaghetti. But yeah, I'd be definitely down to get whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Paul. What's up? All right. So, yeah, I mean, Zala Supercell would be sick if it came back. I feel like it won't as well because you have, like, the Risk Runner. And, you know, I was kind of talking to Joe about it earlier. Like, I'm not a huge fan of submachine guns being in the game. I think that it would have been really cool if an exotic auto rifle happened to be a submachine gun. Um, but as a whole class, I, I've kind of been unsatisfied with them, especially the fact that they removed, you know, your machine gun, which I thought was, you know, as a heavy weapon was awesome. I loved using machine guns in Destiny 1. Um, so it's a little sad. I know they probably won't bring that back. Last word, I feel like they definitely are bringing back. I could see them bringing back the first curse if it was like a legendary version. Um, so you could kind of go use both of them together, maybe. Um, I don't know. What would I like to see come back? Truth's not going to come back. Galhorn's not coming back. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really see. I mean, they're bringing back exotic swords. So I, I don't really feel like there was that exotic weapon in Destiny that I really had attachments to other than hand cannons. Um, but to disagree with you, I don't think Thorn's coming back. I think whatever they showed in the preview of the new exotics is like replacing it. I think they had too many issues with Thorn and Destiny 1 to really try and bring that back. Yeah. Okay. But I'm content with what we have. I don't think it's the weapons necessarily that we're having issues with. I want to say it's the legendary weapons that need to be better. Um, maybe random rolls will fix that. I would also say the exotic armor still could use some work. Like, there just he needs to be more. Like, I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, look. On that note, we could talk about one last thing, and it is, I guess you could say, time to kill, and how important it is, if it's important at all to you. Um, it's been the discussions that's been had through many podcasts and many social groups, and just. Many people talk about time to kill, time to kill, time to kill, because let's be honest, I mean, most of us, speaking for myself especially, as comparing Destiny 1 to Destiny 2 in terms of experience in the in the Crucible. And uh, PvE, not so much, but PvP, man, it's just, 
Definitely. I have no, I, I feel like I can't help but compare. But, um, you know, time to kill, I think, can be a little tricky. You know, you don't want everything, you know, being one top or two tops. But I mean, like, you can't please everybody either. And I think for the most part, though, the majority, I think, the majority of people really seem to enjoy D1's PvP in terms of pace. You know what I mean? The sandbox and time to kill. Uh, specifically time to kill. It just it felt good, you know, to, you know, kill someone, you know, with a, with a three top to the head or two top to the head, depending upon the perk. And hopefully, you know, random rolls can adjust the time to kill. Um, I think it could be hard to do, uh, I guess, to try to, not, not necessarily, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's hard to make time to kill like it was in Destiny 1 because they've already done it. Bungie has already implemented it before, but I'm thinking they really are trying to do a new thing and they're really trying to like find a happy medium and it's, it's okay. You know, I'm pretty content with it now, but to be honest, I'll be even more satisfied if the time to kill was, um, was it was decreased yeah that makes sense it decreased so we can kill people faster so we don't have to be having like a long standoff um and i don't and if, if you're not going to you know decrease the time to kill then how about adjust the radar so people can actually flank or people you know so you're not pinging off the radar from like the other side of the map in your spawn you know what i'm saying so i don't know i feel like it's, it's a weird skill thing mixed with you know I don't know. But what do you what Adam, go ahead. What do you think about time to kill? Should it return if you wanted to? If not, well, what's up? Um, yeah. So I mean, it's kind of weird right now because I mean time to kill is really quick if you're team shot. But because of the whole time to kill, like one on one is pretty slow. So that's why people tend to like stick with teams because you know, one on one just doesn't seem to work that well because by the time you're like engaging offers like plenty of time for like allies to come flank and then, you know, help out. So it's kind of annoying. Like it's really annoying sometimes when you're in a battle and because it takes so long, you get that one kill, but you're like absolute. And then one guy comes up and you're from the side and just like one shot and you're just dead. Um, but I don't know, to me, time to kill isn't as important as uh, the range of the weapons. I think they still have a big issue with the range of the weapons if they i think fix that i'd be much more happy than the time to kill because they're still that? i think the what elaborate yeah, so again i still think the like submachine gun sidearms have way too far of a range that, that are way too accurate um and can kill you at the same rate or quicker than like a hand cannon or an auto rifle um from like the same range like they they need to be like up close in your face and like more than 10, 15 feet away, like just almost useless. Um, because if you think about it, that's kind of what they're meant to be, or maybe not in the game, but like to me, that's what a submachine gun or sidearm is. Like you should not be able to outshoot an auto rifle or hand cannon, you know, 20 feet away, but it's happening, um, you know, by Antiope and some of the, the Kellos and some of these other ones where they're just too accurate at too long of a range. And that is more frustrating to me someone who likes using like uh hand cannons that it's just you know even if i hit every headshot there's no way i'm gonna win unless they are just terrible with that gun yeah i may hear you on that so what's what's your overall so your overall opinion for time to kill i mean do you think it should be increased or are you just kind of undecided i mean should uh, again I, I i would like it to be quicker uh i think that would uh help out with you know having much more lone wolf type play and you know those kind of like hero moments that you know all the the highlights are kind of you know uh built on you know as it stands you know if if you're like the last guardian standing in like a competitive match and it's like one on four or one on three the chances of you winning are slim to none depending on how bad that other team is i mean it's because they're just going to run as a pack and unless you have heavy or a super like they're just going to trade off they're going to take one or two shots on you, get behind a wall, and then they're just going to, you know, there's, you know, you can't get that, like, you know, hey, they poked their head out and you two-shot them, and then now, you know, all of a sudden it's a, a much more even match. So, again, obviously there are super sweaty players that can do that. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's a very small group. So, yeah, it's – I think it needs to change. Okay. All right. What about you, Joe? 
So I, I think taking a look at myself personally, like I just need to get better at like Crucible. And I think I have been uh, with Destiny 2. But my thing is I hear what Adam's saying. But if you change stuff like constantly, then people aren't ever going to get used to it. I think that at some point they have to put their foot down and be like, this is this is the way it is. You need to adapt and figure out what your flavor is. You need to pick your poison and figure out what it's going to take for you to win and do that. Because there's some people who, you know, they use the metal weapons and they're awesome and I get that. But there's other people I run along and fight in the Crucible and they don't use the metal weapons and they're still just good. Like they just know what works for them. And I think when you start going into like, oh, they need to change this or they need to change that, you run the risk of like the game changes so much that you're just never going to get used to it. It's just going to cause more problems. So I think they, we just need to figure out or they need to figure out what a, what a steady state is and work upon that. One of the things that uh, I wish kind of had a little bit more visual impact on stuff would be like resilience um, and health recovery. Uh, I see it a little bit. I think uh, the numbers can kind of kind of be worked a little bit more to see more benefits, you know, but I don't know. Again, that's, I mean, that's another thing that you'd be changing too. So. Hmm. I hear you. That's, okay. I hear you. That's, that's respectable. Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm listening to you guys. The reason why I say, the reason why I say my piece first, not because I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm the host. No, I mean, I'm saying that because, I mean, I usually start off with my opinion because it, sometimes my opinion can get changed. And, um, you know, thinking about what you just said, Joe, like I agree with Adam too, um, to a, to an extent, you know, really. But like after hearing what you said, I mean, you know, if they keep constantly changing things, then it's going to be people will have a harder time adapting and figuring out how things work. And that can be frustrating in itself when you're just trying to adapt to something that's newly implemented or just something changing. And uh, no, I mean, you got a point. I mean, people use other metal weapons and... I mean, people use weapons that 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 aren't in the meta, and they still can crush. Um, I think they are the minority, absolutely, but it still can be done. And um, you know, I see it all the time. It's just uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a sore loser. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm being honest with you, I mean, absolutely. I mean, you guys know I rage a lot, but I, um, yeah, no, I, I guess I, I could agree with you, Joe. I mean, my perspective has definitely changed a little bit. Yes, I think it's just me saying, I think it's just wishful thinking that I want it to be like Destiny 1. Because when I play Destiny 1, it's an entirely different feeling and it feels good. And when, even when I do get upset, I'm kind of like over it in the moment, you know. But with D2, I'm like, I'm just exhausted. I'm like, all right, let's play some, P let's do some strikes now. And uh, I, I don't really do that. I just, I don't know. That's just how I feel. I mean, I'm, I am more content than I was before when Destiny 1 started, but um if I'm comparing it, the reason why I make the reason why I have the perspective that I have is because I keep comparing it to D1 and I still play it, you know. And of course, I could be like, dude, I mean, like, it's just a reality. I mean, D2 is, will never be like D1 again, I'm sure. So I think I just have to, you know, suck that up and just move on and stop comparing. But yeah, go ahead, Paul. Um, I think when it comes to time to kill, I just think it needs to be more balanced. Like, Obviously, you have some weapons that one-on-one -on -one can drop somebody really fast, like Vigilance Wing. And I get it, that's five bullets coming out. But if the rate of fire is that high where you can get off ten shots uh, as long as you're hitting them in the head and just completely destroy them, like, it, there's got to be some kind of balance with the other weapons. Um, I don't think that I shouldn't be able to outgun a Vigilance Wing from, you know, shorter ranges, maybe even medium ranges with a hand cannon. Just I, I mean, it should be a little bit faster like Destiny 1 where you could three tap, like two heads, one body, and they're dead. Like, And I think that would actually make the gameplay a lot better as far as like people being able to kind of run around more on their own and not being afraid. You turn the corner and there's two guys there and you just got double tapped by, you know, Graviton Lance and you're splattered. Like, that's it. You have no time to even react. Um and then to kind of agree with Adam, like like I said about this whole submachine gun, I just think that weapons need to be adequately balanced for what they're being used for. Um, and that's it. Like, I mean, I don't think they need to change too much in that department. But Time to Kill can definitely be improved to make it a little bit more fun. But Joe's right. Like, 
they just have to do it and kind of stick with it. Like Destiny 1, they were always changing things. And even Destiny 2, they're constantly changing and buffing and this and that. But I mean, like, I don't think it should be that difficult. I think that they just need to, like, go into, like, a kind of a test scenario. And, hey, if it takes me three seconds to kill you with an auto rifle, it should take, you know, make it so that it takes just as long with a hand cannon. And, like, make it so that they're – I mean, I think that that's something that they could do. I don't know. I don't work for them, so. Okay. But an idea of that nature. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, look, I'm going to stop the podcast here. It has been an hour and five minutes. But, uh, honestly, a good discussion, everybody. Really, it's been dope. Um, You guys down to play more Destiny after this podcast is over? Or what? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Been playing the whole time. <laughs> I figured that as much. I heard something in the background. You hear that clicking? I did hear some things, and I thought I heard. Anyway, from people beat my ass. I thought I heard a dinner plate. <laughs> too. I'm like, um. <laughs> anyway, that might have been. <laughs> well, anyway, um, like I said, guys, uh, you guys' feedback is very, um, very intriguing and important because, uh, you know, you never know if your mind can get changed, can get can get changed, or learn something new. And definitely can create, you know, better conversation. Um, like I said, I don't agree with every little thing that's been said, but we kind of have a similar mindset for the most part when we do discuss these things outside the podcast. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely going to work on getting new hosts for the show. Not new hosts, but guests on the show. Um, I'm going to try to do that for next week and um, uh, we'll see what we can do. And, I'll, you know, I'll try to work on, you know, doing, uh, you know, a Q&As or something like that, you know, that people may have wanted to know or... It could be anything. It doesn't always have to be destiny related. Uh, but yeah, we'll just take our time with this podcast and uh, we'll, we'll learn as it grows and we'll, you know, develop new conversation and perspectives. Um, but like I said, thanks again for tuning in for another episode, episode two of the clan or Orbs for Days clan podcast. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Warlock Master Race. Uh, you wish. <laughs> Smashing you. <laughs> <laughs>